welcome to Her Unrealistic Ways. Hi, I'm Molly Hamill, a former corporate executive turned spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women create unrealistic results in unrealistic ways, to rely on energy, intuition, and manifesting as much as action, thinking, and doing it all themselves. In this podcast, you'll hear me share insights from my own journey, as well as conversations with inspiring women who are creating their own realities. Let's get started. From corporate paycheck to self-employed, whether you've been on your own for a while or you're just starting your business, today's episode will get you dialed into the energetics of shifting from a corporate paycheck to being paid through your business. So it was 11 years ago this August that I made the choice to get out of corporate. I filed my EIN, and even though it would be a few years before I fully moved out of corporate, this date has so much meaning to me because it's kind of like my declaration of freedom from corporate. And every year I reflect on how my journey has gone since that point 11 years ago. And today I want to talk to you about one of the bigger challenges for me, which was money. And hoping that by sharing some little nuggets that I've picked up along the way, it'll make your transition smoother. So before I get into this, for any of you who are thinking about starting your own business, whether a full-time thing or a side business, or for those of you who have started one but haven't fully stepped up into owning your new role, your new business, I'm hosting a workshop on August 22nd, Become Your Own Boss. And in it, I'm sharing four key mindsets that will help you transform from feeling like an imposter, worrying about money, fearing what others will think, being misperfectionist, finding the time. So I'll drop that link below and sign up. It's totally free. And I'm giving away some awesome content in celebration of my 11 years and to share with anyone in your community who is on a similar journey to you. So let me start by saying that Hopefully this is not the case for you, but for me, some of the issues that I had with money were easily hidden from my consciousness when I had that big paycheck coming in every two weeks. And it was really only when I transitioned from being paid through my business did some of those money shadows or wounds come to light. So today I'm going to talk about four things for you to reflect on and to shift your relationship with money as you start and or run your business, taking more ownership and stepping up into the woman, the person that you know you can be as you run the business. The four things, let me see, the first is dealing with the uncertainty of being paid in your own business. When is the next payment coming in? How is it coming in? The second thing is the order of exchange. So in a corporate gig, we do the work and then we're paid. And running a personal business, like a coaching business or whatever, you're paid and then do your work. And that can trigger so much subconsciously. It's not something that we like are actively thinking about, but that can majorly trigger some funky energy with receiving. The third thing is time or timing. So when you do the work and when you get paid might not be a one-to-one relationship like it is in the corporate situation. And then the fourth thing is the energetics of getting paid for my method, my name, my company's name that I created, my expertise instead of the company that I work for, their names, their processes. So this was a huge trigger for me. It was a worthiness shift. Some imposter syndrome came up and and all the things. So let's dig right in. 
Going from a job to your own business is a major shift in your root chakra, which is like the first chakra in the chakra system. And your root chakra is all about safety and stability. So even if you're super excited about transitioning, that part of your energy field will be going through its own transition. And it's going to get rattled and shaken up as it's a big change that you're embarking on with less stability and certainty, right? And that, again, that centers all about stability. So I've worked with people who experience foot, knee, hip issues as they're going through transitions like this because those parts of our body are connected to the root chakra. So you would literally be a unicorn if you could move through this transition and not experience any triggers. It's normal to experience ups and downs, fears and excitement and everything in between on this journey. So let's just set that stage that it's normal to experience some bumps and discomfort as you move through the new of your business becoming the norm. Anytime we put ourselves into greater uncertainty, we know that the mind is going to spin trying to create certainty. That is what it does because our minds literally don't like change. So the first thing here is to stop trying to find the certainty you felt before in your old career and embrace where you're at now. For some of you, the certainty might have been the thing that was like creating some like boring vibes and you were totally over it. So what's the like excitement side of that as you step into this? If you focus on learning how to navigate the uncertainty, meaning not having a paycheck every two weeks, instead of trying to force the certainty, including the level of certainty you had before, you will create much greater flow in your business and it will serve you in the long run because things are always changing when you have your own business. I've seen people, and it's happened to me too, where you make a business offer to force a financial certainty. For example, a membership. I kind of beat this one up a little bit in different programs, but where you get paid a certain amount on a monthly basis and you do a certain thing on a monthly basis. And that root energy just isn't aligned and it doesn't work sometimes. I'm not saying here that I'm not planting a limiting belief around memberships. They can be super, super amazing. And I cover the full dynamics of this whole thing in a video in my solid gold offer program. When the energy is aligned, memberships can be amazingly successful. When you're doing something like that to force certainty, in this case, income on a monthly basis, it can create some super funky energetics and misalignment. Depending on the circumstances, the energy of the content or the product that you're sharing, your desires. So back to the topic at hand here, which is leaning into the uncertainty, specifically of being paid. What that does is when you lean into the uncertainty, it decreases the amount of pressure. I can just feel that in my body as I say that. It decreases the amount of pressure that you're feeling inside and projecting onto your new business. So I talk a lot about this in Solid Gold Offer because even seasoned people who have been doing this for a while can really F this energy up um, when they're offering something new. So when you force a new launch or a new product or like whatever, a new service, and you want it to produce a certain amount of dollars, when by nature, a new offer has a higher level of uncertainty. And over time, that thing becomes more certain because you've offered it before and you have experience and you're building confidence. But there's a new relationship with uncertainty that developing it will help you, will serve you in your own journey, in your new business, in your changing relationship with money. So sometimes in that case, it creates better flow to offer something that has more certainty while you build up the thing that is less certain. So 
If you know for offer X, you'll get paid Y while you build up Z, great. So there's just things to consider as you play with the energy of certainty and uncertainty. And the questions are, where are you forcing certainty with being paid through your business? And more importantly, how are you responding when you feel that fear coming up? Are there avenues that you can rely on um, regular income while you're building up your business if that feels aligned? So the second thing that I want to talk about in our discussion is the exchange order. And I, I refer to this a lot as exchange energetics. You might have heard me talk about it before, but the order of the exchange, like the giving and the receiving, the giving the service and then the receiving the money. So before most of you and you're in a corporate situation, you do the work and then you get paid. And now for a lot of you, especially service oriented people, you get paid and then you do the work. So the first is, like I mentioned, you work and then you get paid. And there's a sense of being owed something energetically. Like you've already given, you've already done your part. And so now you're worthy of that paycheck. The second, which is what happens for many entrepreneurs and service-based businesses, like I said, we get paid and then we do the work. There can be an energetic sense of not deserving it because the work hasn't been done yet. And if you've listened to any of my other stuff, like we're coming out of this old era where like the work was God and like overworking and the harder it was, the bigger the trophy. And so we have these like psychological constructs around effort and work and then being worthy. And so this kind of flips the order of that, which can subconsciously funk us up a little bit. So the switch in that exchange can be energetically triggering for some of us because the anchor of doing the work isn't there. And most energy sensitive entrepreneurs, most empath entrepreneurs like giving. So it feels uncomfortable to receive first. Follow me on this. So there's two things here. Obviously, you could not deal with any of this and get paid after, right? But there's still energetics behind that. We, I won't get into this right now because it could be like a two-day discussion. But it's like, this is the opportunity to really work on, heal, and elevate your relationship with receiving. Because in this situation, you're also having to ask for the money instead of receiving the money automatically, which can all just be a cluster in and of itself, making the request. So remember, this first and foremost is a root chakra transition that's all about safety and security. So whatever works for you, mantras, it's tapping into the energy of wonder or visualizations to lean into it being safe, psychologically speaking, to receive money before you provide the service, to ask people for money, aka to purchase your service, like through marketing and things like that. It's safe for me to receive payment before I provide service. It's safe for me to ask people to purchase something in my business. Then you can move up the vibrational scale. You guys know I kind of have a love-hate with mantras because I feel like people can force them. So only use the mantra if you say it and it really feels good and then begin to elevate the mantra from there. It's an ex- it's exciting for me to receive payment before I provide the service. It's exciting for me to ask people to purchase things for my business. So if it feels aligned to create some sort of mantra to help the mind with it, then go for it. But ultimately, like I said, this is healing your relationship with receiving. It's bringing your relationship with receiving into a higher vibration. And as a side note, this is a whole module in my Raise Your Money Vibes program because this is such an important piece. In that program, I ask people to just start paying attention to their relationship with receiving in general. So when someone compliments you, do you receive it or do you have to balance the energy 
by complimenting them right back. I love your shirt. Oh, I love your pants. When someone gives you a gift, do you truly enjoy receiving it? Or are you in your head about what you can give them, what you can do for them, comparing something you did or didn't give them? So this is all just, it's an all an energy of receiving. And part of it in the context of our discussion is related to money. And this is a key thing to start practicing and working on and healing and shifting that will a million percent impact your relationship with money and your business. And so some questions for you are, what has your relationship with receiving been? How might that be holding you back in in terms of receiving money in your business? And if making the ask for money feels uncomfortable, how can you shift the energy of that? What other possibilities might there be? And when other things I talk a ton about authenticity, like finding a way that feels authentic to you, that is something that I will be talking about in the Become Your Own Boss workshop. Okay. The third thing that I want to mention here is that time or timing can be a real fucker, pardon my French. So you might work your ass off for something, launching something in your business, offering a service. And if you're still building your brand, you might not be rewarded in equivalent energetics to the effort that you just put in. It doesn't mean you won't. So don't force like the the exchange to be right now. That is lack. Okay. That is anytime we're forcing, it's really an energy of resistance and it's really a lack of faith saying we don't trust that it will come. So we need to force it now in order to believe that. It doesn't mean the money won't come, especially like, well, I won't get into human design, but there's many things you can look at here to, to understand this better for yourself personally. But just don't get pissed at money or blame it on money because the first time you offer something and it doesn't go as you hoped, it doesn't mean it's just about the money. There's so much going on in that situation and it's so common to project the circumstance onto the money. It's a money problem. I have money issues. Oh my God, my my program, my service, it didn't sell like I thought it was. Oh my God, I have money problems. It often isn't the money. It might be a branding issue or a positioning issue. And as you make the offer over time, the energetics of that clear up and become crystal clear. And over time, the money will come in. So don't blame money when money is the result of many things, right? Don't make it the cause of not receiving what you want when there's a lot more to it than that. And remember, don't quit just because the first launch or program or offer doesn't generate what you wanted. There's so much room to adjust and there's so much time for that money to come through to you, especially as you're like tweaking and experimenting and and building up your brand and your following. My human design is literally to experiment. I usually run things like three to four times before I really get it dialed in. And that took me a while to understand because I always have the content dialed in right away, but the application of it, the timing of it, the positioning of it, the marketing of it, those details can take time to drop in and it can take a little bit longer for some of us. So questions for you are, where have you been forcing the timing of money? Again, I go back to what I said before, something to consider doesn't mean you have to, but like, where are some other sources of money that might lighten the pressure of the new offer? So say, for example, your bread and butter is like doing one-on-one services. As you're launching this group program, if you're putting the, all the money expectations on the new program and like, that's putting so much pressure. It's like creating a funky energy there as opposed to let me continue my bread and butter while I'm offering this and stay in a 
in more of an energy of play and curiosity around the, what this will bring financially and otherwise to me. Another question is, where are you chalking something up to being a money issue when there are many other factors involved? Where are you chalking something up to being a failure because the money didn't come in the first time around? Related to that question, just it's the invitation, okay, for me to you to please not compare what you made before, a time before, to what you make now. I When I graduated college, I think my very first job, I made 30K. And the first year I offered Reiki sessions outside of my full-time job, I made 30K. So that seemed tiny. That 30K for my Reiki session seemed tiny compared to what I was making at that point in time in my corporate career. But it took me a decade to get from 30K to what I was making by the time I left corporate. So it doesn't mean it's going to take you a decade to make what you were making in corporate. Definitely not. But don't compare the two because they're at different points in time in different circumstances. And remember, you have the possibility to make a lot more in your business than you did in your corporate job. That possibility always exists. So the fourth thing I want to talk about is the energetics of getting paid for my method, my name, the name of the business that I created, my expertise instead of a company's processes, a company's names, a company's expertise. So for some people, this can trigger worthiness issues and imposter syndrome. I remember I felt so much more confident asking for what I thought I deserved in the corporate space than I did in my own business at first because of all of the worthiness stuff and other things I already mentioned. I also remember though, like, and I always kept this little nugget in the back of my head that in my coach training program, when we were having all of those feelings of lack of worthiness and imposter syndrome, the trainers in that program told us that just by listening to someone, because at that point, our coaching skills were like non-existent or sucked. Like, but just by listening to someone, we were doing them a service because nobody listens to each other. Even if you're newer at what you're doing and you're getting better and better by the day, I can guarantee that whatever you are offering right now is of value to somebody out there. And you will continue to add to that value until it's a great value, right? So I can also guarantee that you have more heart more passion and more integrity in your own business than any sort of corporate gig that you just had. Now, many of us have funky energetics asking for money when it's our own thing because we've been on the receiving end of some shitty ass sales conversations and approaches. We've been asked to give money in ways that feels really gross. Like just as I say that, like I'm going to the mall in a little while with my daughter. And I just think about like the people at the kiosk and I'm like, I feel bad for them. And also I just want to run away from them. Right. So this is your opportunity to put some good money love into the collective consciousness and reflect on how does making the ask feel aligned for me with my business using my name or my business's name that I created. And remember, even though it can feel all consuming, you are not your business. You are not your offer. Your energy, your heart, your ideas, your enthusiasm are, yes, a huge part of it. But you are not your business. And putting some space between your business and you, two different energies and identities can help make the money ask easier. The thing is, like, until you gain more confidence, this is where you can play with some exchange energetics, like the money exchange from different chakras. So classically, we associate money with the root chakra. I ask for money because I need it. That's like a very root chakra energy, right? But we can elevate that, for example, to the heart. So I get paid for doing what I love. If I'm in a conversation with somebody and I'm making an ask for them to buy something of mine, I am going to connect 
deeply with the love that I have for what I'm doing, with the love that I feel for how I believe I can transform someone's lives. Another example is sacral. So I get paid for what I'm passionate about. So even if I don't have everything perfectly figured out in my business, I'm going to tap into the passion that I do have for what I do. And I'm going to talk from that space because really what we're doing when we do this is we're breaking down the belief that work has to be hard, has to be a struggle, has to be soul sucking in order to be paid. We're tapping into higher vibration centers that are aligned, that are easy to come from that space. When you're just starting something, there's a lot of passion and fire there. And so that's an energy that you can feed off of and use when you're having these conversations until the solar plexus chakra kicks in, which is the center of confidence, which will come over time the more you're practicing and playing with this. And while, yes, of course, you're not going to love every aspect of your business and you'll feel struggle at certain times with certain tasks, a big piece of struggle was left behind when you left corporate, parts of it that weren't resonating with you or you wouldn't have considered leaving. Over time, what this does is create momentum in your solar plexus, like I just mentioned, and it cultivates feelings of confidence for being paid for your services because then over time, you know confidently that when you give this thing, people receive this thing and then you receive this thing and it's like pleasantries all around this energetic entanglement in a good way. So tune into the different energy centers and harness the energy from one of those centers that feels great. If you are experiencing imposter syndrome or not feeling confident, tune into one of those other centers, your love for it, your passion for it. I did a whole separate episode on business chakras. If you want more information on that, go listen to that episode. But if you're feeling worthiness issues kick up or imposter syndrome, instead of being paralyzed by it and not making the ask or not sharing the offer, that's another way we like majorly shoot ourselves in the foot is just like not actually sharing the offer. Tune into the energy that feels aligned. Tune into the love or the passion that you have for what you do. What's so funny is when you're in that space, you often don't even have to make the ask. Like especially I find when I'm in person, people ask you like, oh my God, like how do I sign up for that? So some things for you to noodle on. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what was most helpful or what your biggest money struggle is as you get deeper into your journey as an entrepreneur or your biggest fear is as you think about making the leap into your own thing. And again, sign up for the workshop on the 22nd. If you are thinking about starting your own business or you have started your own business, but you are ready to own your role as boss of your business in a more powerful way. If you have any questions about Raise, your money vibes, my money program, or Solid Gold Offer, please feel free to contact me. Raise is available for purchase at any time on my website. It's um, eight videos, I think, reflection questions, and it's a do-it-yourself style. You can go at your own speed and you can do it over and over again because your consciousness shifts every time you do it. Solid Gold Offer is also available now, and it's a combination of videos and one-on-one sessions with me. So again, let me know what resonated the most with you. And thank you for sharing this with anyone in your community who would benefit from this message. And as you do the reflection work and on some of the questions that I shared, just remember there's so much possibility with money, your relationship with money as you get further into your journey of running your own business.